Southern Soul Livestream is a weekly talk show and music hangout where the hosts learn your name and just might remind you of a favorite relative. We spotlight fascinating people, discuss current events, and pay special attention to lifting up generations. So if you want to know more, learn more, be more, or just be, Southern Soul Livestream is the place for you. Join us every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Just log on, kick back, and experience the eclectic vibe. Check us out at soullivestream.com. All your promises, they seem to flatline soon after being born. Some would call it lies. I call it your stillborn truths. It has taken me some time to figure out what we are. More like the unsolved Rubik's Cube that sits in the back of your cerebellum, we remain unsolved. Signals crossing and mixing with the certainty that some things will always be a mystery. I'm more Mac while he's windows, keeping them closed while I try to peep through the blinds he has placed on his soul, hoping to get a glimpse of his silhouette. I'm more Apple. He's claiming Samsung. I'm waiting on my messages to send to reach him. No, I message. You only see green. I say green is for go, but you decide to stay in neutral. My memory is sitting in clouds while you keep your memories internal. Not wanting to share the massive amounts of bullshit you saved up, 30 to 40 gigs spanning a lifetime of confusion. But yet you claim to want to share with me. So we're opting to not exchange or interchange the complexities in our makeup. We make up reasons to stay in our positions, never able to make up. So we stay in silent war and silent discontent. And I understand the meaning in your movements. You've already decided not to pour into this. I'm full of wishes. No need to overflow on misses. Miss me with the details. No desire to understand you anymore. I'm powering down. No Siri or Alexa. In peace. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Beautiful. is there a, a, a finger snap icon? Emoji? Icon? I know, right? I was looking for it's it. Not. There's not. There's not. Hey, <laughs> we got to request that to uh, to the iPad, the iPod, the you know, Samsung people. KD, AK Free, let us know what you think. People, let you know what you think about that. Thank you for blessing us with that. This is Nikita J. She had me at the Rubik's Cube. I'm like, did she just hit us with the Rubik's Cube? Like, okay, I loved it. I loved it. I'm not going to be offended because I am a Samsung person, but I got it. It was good. I loved it. I felt felt a little computer love. (laughs) Felt a little computer love. Yeah, I actually wrote down the unsolved Rubik's Cube. What you say? Unsolved Rubik's Cube that sits in the back of your cerebellum. That, that was hot. That was hot. Hey, I ain't ever been able to solve like one face of a Rubik's Cube. Okay, let's just start there. I can't do it. Yeah, I know it's sad. But hey, no. to, make you, to make you feel better, I'm colorblind. We good. Okay, so. <laughs> That's a whole poem in itself. Don't get me started. Oh, Lord. I got to write it. 
Hey, hey, y'all must understand that man need to put himself on video so we can understand. And I guarantee hey, man, you, once y'all, see a, once y'all see a picture of this brother, y'all already gonna know what you're dealing with. So I got a question though, KD, AK Free, a brother's that complicated? Come on, I always thought we simple. We simple. All we want is five different flavors of sex, and we good. Are we that complicated? Because I heard Samsung, Reboot Cube, all that. I don't think brothers that complicated. You know, let let me hear. What do the brothers really want? Ooh, you no, say you're not complicated. That's what you say, but that's not how you act. See, they're two different Uh-oh. things, and I'm not saying the needs of men uh, cannot be basic at times. But you all are not as simple as you would like to claim to be, you're just not. That's just a false oh. narrative. And I wish you guys would start letting it go right. because you're human, you are gonna be complex. I, I, do. I don't I'm like that men are simple because that, that implies simple-minded and men aren't simple-minded. You are emotional creatures, you're nurturing creatures, you are vulnerable creatures and you also have a lot of weight, especially our black men you know, on your shoulders. So the narrative of we're just simple, just sex me down and feed me um, is is not exactly accurate, not for you or for me. I would like oh, to know. Oh my goodness. AK Free, it sounds like you minded in men too, girl. Come on. Hey. Let me find out. Hey. Let me find hey. out. Hey, as, as, as a simple gentleman, could I ask that we may use a simpler word? Can I just want somebody to like me <laughs> I mean, I want to keep it simple like kindergarten where everybody just kind of play the kissing game and touch and tell and keep it simple. And sometimes I think we overthink it. Like at the end of the day, if you can have an unconditional life for me, if you can run to me when somebody hurts you, even if that somebody is me, I think we can do some talking. But, but see, it's unconditional when it's honest, right? When you're straightforward, when you're when you're able to acknowledge who it is that you are, when you're able to acknowledge, like AK Free said, you're a complex human being. You don't you don't have to act simple in, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but you don't have to act like it's all easy. It's okay if you're complex. You don't have to play down who you are and how you feel in order for us to like you. And I think that's where part of the problem comes in is because again, you say you're simple, but you are a human being filled with emotions, filled with desires and dreams and visions and all that kind of stuff. So you are deeper and and yeah, I can just like you for liking you, but let me know who you are. Yeah, but if you, know, if you simply like somebody, you wanna be around them. You wanna hear their story. You wanna know them. You care about them things that they like and they don't like, right? So. That's that's where I get to the simplicity part. You know, love make it complex. You know, it feel like you know it feels like a weight. But if we like if we like each other, we gonna kick it regardless. There, there's some hey 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 pops talk to me you know you young for they got all these I'm just, I'm just listening to I'm, I'm to catch pop, up. I'm but I can't to keep up. up with it man. I just I had a, a, a mental see, something. I'm old school. I'm old school. And that's what I can't keep let, up. Let us go. You old I'm school. I'm learning something. I'm learning as I listen. You know. Now, Pops, my, my, my nickname for you is Uncle Buddy, Pops, because you've been watching that Uncle Buddy. And that's Uncle true. Buddy say, it ain't tricking if you got it, Pops. That, now, that's right. <laughs> Pops, old school, Pops, 60 plus. What, what do men really want, Pops? Talk to me. In my category, I would just like to be understood because they claim oh, I am very complicated. But I don't feel I'm oh, complicated. Yeah. It's just I feel I'm in my own zone. And I figure if someone know me, and especially if they know me from my past, they know exactly how I am 
And if it seems like I'm off one day, that's mean in my book, everybody's off because we all don't have a nice day. You know, you have to have a Pop. bad day in order to have a good day. So, Pops, you only off on one day? I'm off every day. Hey, that's what I'm saying, Pops. I know you got that diploma on your wall. What they call that yeah. diploma, Pops? Well, it's, my diploma says, uh, now you made me go back. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Pops, I didn't want you get it. I didn't want you getting fancy like the young folk, Pop. Pops no, got but, a diploma on his wall. I think yeah. at one point in time, let's say when he was younger, when he wasn't as refined, yeah. right? When he was yeah. less highfalutin, they yeah. gave him a diploma for what they call it, Pops, anger management or something like yeah, that. Yeah, anger management. They gave him a diploma. That's, that's well, the class Stone Roller himself. <laughs> Let me explain. Stone so weird about it. I, I was trying to do what they asked me to do in the class. Well, mm-hmm. come to find out, I learned that the problem of my anger was all the different relationships I had, which caused me to get the diploma because everything that I seen in the class, put, they all had the same characteristic about themselves, something that I couldn't agree with. And then when I finally realized that, then I knew how to accept it. The only bad part about it is a show that comes on TV that everybody say, talk about, I love Raymond. Mm, mm, mm. I hate that show with a passion. I really do. But it's a good show. Why would I watch a show called I Love Raymond? You know, I Love Raymond don't live in my house. You know, I get up at three o'clock every morning. I do the same thing every day. I come home in the evening. I do the same thing. I believe in take care of home. And that's my motto. I feel in any relationship, a man gonna take care of his home no matter what he do. Mm-hmm. Even if he mess up in the street, he gonna take care of home first. That's my motto. That's all right, Pop. So I tell you what, uh, make sure y'all are putting your questions, your statements in the chat. I know sometimes everybody is not as extroverted like us. They don't wanna be on the scene on the spotlight. Put your questions and your statements in the chat. We have people monitoring chat. They are gonna ask the questions and things like that. So. Um, poet Nikita J, we're gonna um, hear from you and we just want to hear your take on what you've heard, and then we're gonna get started with Poet S. Poet S got a few things she's gonna bless us with, but we want to hear some more from our poets. And if you are a poet that I haven't identified, Will, I mean, you, you one of the producers of this show, help me, you know, keep track of this because I can't keep track of all of the poets that are here. We had 69 participants tonight. We're having a good time. We're going to have some good music and we're going to groove tonight. But um, um, Poet S, if you can get online and be ready for your first piece, Nikita J, take us out. Tell us what you think about what you heard. So honestly, who wants someone that doesn't have some layers of complexity because that's gonna add to the substance and the depth of the person. Mm, 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 mm. Me being a poet and a lover of arts and many things, I don't want someone who is bland and has no layers. So I have no issue with you being complex, but where the issue comes in is when you feel like you can't share your layers with me. Mm, mm, mm. Where you're afraid to tell your truth or be intimate with me emotionally. Hmm. They're always ready to be intimately, intimate physically, but not mentally. So hmm. that's that's just my take on that. Hmm. AK Free, uh, Poet S is on deck. We want to hear, get her a chance to prepare. What do you think, AK Free? 
Because I heard my pop say something. I agree with him, but I want to go last. We want to get AK Free, KD, and then Poet S coming up. AK Free, what you think? Well, first of all, I, I just love, you know, the honesty and the he'll take care of home first. Any mess. I think all of that is absolutely accurate, depending on who who you're with and that experience. And if that's something that's been important to them to do. Um, I still circle back to something that your, your dad said. Um, just get to know me, just if you know me. And it kind of connects to what Poet just said. It is not just my responsibility to get to know you. You have to share yourself with me. You have to trust me enough to be willing to be vulnerable because really getting to know you is what's beneath the surface. So you have to be brave enough and comfortable enough in your vulnerability to to let me see the side of you that's not fine. (laughs) And the side of you that's not the dude I saw at the club or at the restaurant or as we were picking, you know, melons in the grocery store. Like once we get past all the fanfare, it is not just my responsibility to get to know you. You have to allow me to get to know you. You have to trust me and I have to do the same thing. It is just as much your responsibility as it is mine um, to, to get beneath the surface if you find that I'm worthy of that. And if I'm not, don't waste my time, right? I think what happens is, you know, we wake up two years later and it's like, I don't really know you and we've been together two years and I feel I don't know you. Well, then time has been wasted. So it's, it's, it doesn't take that long, but if you, if you don't know how to let those guards down um, and let us in, you cannot just say, it's just our responsibility to get to know you. You have to be will to be a willing participant. Right. But I'm thinking, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, but I'm thinking, what is it that you do to make anybody feel comfortable, right? Forget that there's somebody that you care for, forget that there's somebody that you want to be intimate with. What is it that if, if it was just a friend, what are the steps that you would take to be establishing that kind of trust and, and that, that willingness to be open with the other person? Because like we're saying, it takes two to tango, but you, we can't just say, okay, show me, tell me, do all of these things without it being a comfortable environment for that person to say that. So I think the onus is on each of us to figure out, you know, what do I do or what don't I do? to make someone feel comfortable. And I mean, I'll be honest right here. I mean, I am very, I'm very like straightforward. Like, I mean, I have a lot of energy that sometimes men are like, okay, you know what, that's a lot. Um, but it's like, so I have to figure out, you know, how- Oh my I- goodness. You have to say something. <laughs> So, 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 Pops, I, I, Pops, I'm glad you're here to hear all this because you know yes. what I can't say. These girls are mm-hmm. sharp, too sharp. Mm-hmm. These girls are yeah. sharp. Yeah. Pops, they yeah. ask you to open up your heart and tell you all the business, show you all the vulnerabilities and all that other mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I, I ain't gonna go there for now, Pops, but I know what you're thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. Poet, Poet S, bless us with something. Let's make sure she's not on mute. Is Poet S? Is she I there? was muted. I was muted. Good afternoon. Okay. Everybody. Evening. I guess we're yeah. we're in we're in the cocktail hour by now. Yeah. Uh, well, 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 go ahead. Introduce yourself. Let let the people know. You know who you are. I know you got tons of us here. Thank you for putting out the blast and having your people here. And and is is it true, Poet S, that you have not done open mic in over twenty years? Twenty years. Yeah. Oh yeah. OMG. Easily. Girl, I've been trying to get you back to that place because, you know, I love me some creatives. I love me some poets. And, you know, I love love. Right. So I know you got to get back to that thing. But if you would just go ahead and bless with something. Say hello to your people. Shout out to your supporters who are here to support you. But poor this, you know, tell us about yourself and bless us with something. 
Well, I'm Chantel, but as we'll do. Um, first of all, let me shout out to all my peoples that showed up, the girls for sure. Uh, I see a few of y'all in there. So, hey girls, we'll talk later. <laughs> but, uh, and, and uh, Daddy Rich, is that your... That you didn't introduce yourself as Daddy Rich when we met, so I'll, I'll go with that. <laughs> D Rich, <laughs> it's good to see you today. <laughs> this is always a good time with you. Um, so um, I, I guess I'll start because I was kind of just going to choose at random, um, and you know a little bit of, of my stuff. Uh, but yes, it's been about 20 years since I read publicly, although I've done, a, a, I read one piece at two weddings for two of my besties. So um, that was 2012 and 2020. Uh, but outside of that, uh, I haven't done a spoken word um, event or party or anything in a long time, but that doesn't mean I haven't been writing in the last 20 years. I just- Yeah, but you've still been writing. I noticed about that. You've still the, been no, writing. Yeah, I always write. I mean, that's I'm a poet. Uh, I was a poet when I was formed in my mama's belly. Uh, but you know, I put on the rest of the stuff, but now I'll be poet today. So it's good to see y'all and I'll get started. Um, I'll start with, uh, soul food. Cause I think it kind of fits what we were talking about now. Just kind of, um, I, I think this speaks to a little bit about what a lot of times women assume men want. And it's not always an assumption that we just pull out the sky, but but sometimes we assume that's what you want because it seems to be what you're presenting. So this is called soul, soul food. Uh, and it's, it'll be short and sweet. Most of my pieces are short and sweet, but um, soul food. I wonder, do you think I'm beautiful? Do you imagine me in various stages of undress? Do I haunt your waking? Do I sabotage your rest? Would you like to taste me? Smell my aroma on your lips. Would you drink me in thirstily, I wonder, or would you take me in measured sips? Do you crave me? Do you dream of my creamy sweetness? Tell me, what is my flavor? Would you roll me around on your tongue like wine? Take time to experience the savor. I wonder, do you want to devour me? You want to eat me up? I wonder. Would you have me crumb by crumb or would you swallow me in a single gulp? Do you want a taste of me? Does the very sight of me suit your mood? I wonder because I don't have any desire to be your eye candy. I only want to be your soul food. Y'all can snap now. That's all right. Three snaps, <laughs> baby. It. What's up, girl? Thank oh, you for oh, blessing oh, with oh, that. Yeah. Pop, sure. KD, AK Free, what you think about that piece? Uh, anytime that you can use food as a metaphor for love and really good sensual sex, I'm all for it. <laughs> they're married. They're married. They're absolutely aligned yeah. and married. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. That was great. That was great and accurate. Thank you. I'm still feeling it. I'm still feeling, like, I don't even know how to respond to that. I really don't. It was beautiful. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. She took us to Pops. I told you, these girls are sharp. Yeah. sharp. Pop, you okay there? I mean, you need yeah, a break. I'm just, Pops, drink. I've been Pop. hearing about you, Pop. You know, well, I'm, I'm just, too. I'm just, what you they, know, uh oh. Yeah, wait, I, I, I got, got the horn. My bad. I got to. 
A &M. I got this motto that you never get too old to learn. And see, <laughs> a veteran is why they call us a veteran because you study and learn <laughs> instead. <laughs> and that got some that put some on my mind that I can carry forward with me the next few days. Or the next All right, rest Pop. Of my life. What, Pop, what, stay what at that DM, mind, Pop. Pop, Pop stay at the DM. I'm Black telling you, Pop. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm thinking about a plate. Well, well, I'm gonna tell you right off the bat, black eyed peas is not my favorite. I would not eat nobody black eyed peas for nothing. It would well. kick them out. What you like? Greens. My favorite is beans, greens, greens tomatoes, potatoes. I'm, I'm full with no beans, but I will eat greens. You're uh, not a real Texan. What's oh, yeah, what you doing? I'm gonna have to come see. Well, about what happened? See, that's the third behind them beans. See, I, I I didn't have a father. Oh, I understand. Before. I got you. You don't and have to. My mom's, which my son know. About his grandma, and she was tough. Big <laughs> and everything we had was beans. <laughs> so when I grew I up, I, I wasn't eating no more beans. I cook them. <laughs> I, I, I cook them. My friends, I can barbecue, make some beans, and all that kind of stuff. Man, I don't. They they scrape the pot, but I won't eat them. You know, mm -hmm. I love. Well, them. Thanks, Pop. Pop, we we got a secret private poet tonight, also mm -hmm. known as Riri. Riri, are you online? Can you hear us? While you're waiting on her, can I ask us how it is, where her inspiration came from? I just, I need, I need to know. Uh, for soul food, uh, yeah. I wrote soul food, uh, maybe a couple of two or three years ago. And, um, so I've been, uh, I've been divorced for going on 10 years, but I married when I was early, uh, young, 22. And so, uh, I divorced at 36. And so, all that stuff that I probably should have done at my 20s, you know, at 36, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I, who, who, who knew I still had the energy, but, uh, but I can, I can muster it up. But hey. what I found um, very often was uh, men are deeper a lot of times than um, it seems, but I don't know if it is the compartmentalization or what it is, but very often you lead with sex. I, I, my best to can tell you right now, actually, the black man's therapist, sex and weed, you know, because they <laughs> don't bring their stresses and they don't bring all that. They, you know, there's a certain um, perceived responsibility, I think, to being a black man. I have two sons. Um, I, I, I grew up with, with, with all dudes. I'm a, I'm a whole tomboy. I'm a, a, a an introvert. Um, even though, <laughs> even though, uh, it, it sometimes doesn't seem like it, but, um, uh, what I found is a lot of men, uh, just lead with sex and, and, and maybe it is because they just want sex, which is fine. Um, in fact, I'd rather know right up front than to, you know, have you take me here, take me there. And then I get in my feelings and now it's just, Ooh, I just, I just wanted a ride. Mm, you you mm, could have said mm, that, mm. you know, before we even, mm, mm, yeah. and then hey, I just, hey, we got to stop. Me. Yes. Cause she's going to tell all her business. Hello, mm. Pop, stay out the DM. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what I found was, um, a lot of times men leave with sex, so they'll they'll curb the conversation, you know, to something that becomes anything from flirty to just absolutely inappropriate. And I'm sure some of the women on here know what I mean by absolute stuff will show up in your DMs and your and you like what I'm at work. Like what what is this? And so I, when I wrote it, I was thinking about at the time, you know, uh, very often it seems that uh, 
men lead with sex. And that's fine if that's if everybody's down for that. But I was at a point in my life where, you know, the, I, it, you know, you could you can sit there and look at me like I'm a, a, a chocolate delicacy or, or, or a, a strawberry cheesecake or whatever. But the fact of the matter is I'm, I'm, I'm deeper than a cup of water. So if you're mm-hmm. just looking mm-hmm. for some eye candy, it's all over. This is, I'm in ATL. We, it, we all, I mean, the sisters are doing, we're beautiful. We're beautiful. Mm-hmm. 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 If you, if you're trying to dig deeper than, you know, coming to me, you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper. Right. So, so I just asked, I just asked all of the guys to unmute because I know we heard for the ladies and the theme of the event is what guys want. We're going to hear from the yes, guys. Yes, it tonight. is. I, I, if I'm, you are a guy, do unmute guys. yourself. I've already asked you to unmute yourself. Do unmute yourself. Uh, well, I'm, 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 away. I'm on, I'm on mute it, God damn it. And I, I don't, no, I'm just saying, you know, I was talking to Sister S. I was feeling what she's saying and I wanted to know, you know, wouldn't it be okay to leave with sex if they're leading you somewhere? I mean, you know, it's like, it's one thing if the sex is just the, 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 the first stop and that's it. But if it's going somewhere, you know, in terms of a relationship, I mean, you know, we're humans and sex was designed to incentivize us to connect. But it's just the beginning of a journey, not the end, right? I, I, I feel that. You're, you are absolutely right. Um, and sometimes, again, that's why I'm here to see what men want. Because sometimes, you know, uh, and when I say men lead with sex, I don't mean necessarily they, you know, they call you up, girl, let's Netflix and chill and I want to jump all over you. It's not necessarily that, but very often when you meet a man, some of the first things that you hear from him have to do with either your body or, you know. That's, that's because they don't have conversation. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it just could be that, you know, like, dang, I want to talk to her. And that's what fell out of my mouth. So I give people a lot of grace for that. But that doesn't sustain me. Um, so so, so, so I, I definitely like the commentary from S and what's the brother's name? Chubby? Good Lord, I can't call you Chubby, man. I'll call you Corbina. I'm going to call you K. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no H on there. You can just go straight to the cubby, which is a nickname, but you can call me Quabana. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here not really to talk about what men want. I just really would like to share what I want because, um, you know, I just have a, a, a story. I don't really have okay. uh, any insight okay. into other men. You know, I am a man. My wife's on here, and we have a story. We don't really have. Well, a, well I'm glad. I'm glad you here and your wife is here because this is for everybody. It don't matter if you're married, single, divorced, separated, complicated. We're gonna pause one second. We want to hear one more piece, but then uh, uh, I want to hear from you, brother, and hear what you want as an individual man. But Riri, um, um, go ahead and bless us with that piece. We, we, we're ready for you. That's why I brought S on again. <laughs> I said, e, you said you brought it on again? Yeah. That's why I asked, asked the question. We were still waiting for Riri. Yeah. Well, Riri is on, but I don't think she know her code name. She, she want to be covert. But um, let's see here. Um, well, let's go ahead. Let's hear from Chubby. I just asked her to unmute herself again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, am I Riri? Yeah, yeah, you you re-re. Oh, Go ahead, re-re. Oh, I'm that's sorry. My name. I, I, 
Yeah, I didn't tell you about your code name. Go ahead and bless us with your piece. And then we're going to hear from my, my brother. I don't know what to call him. I'm just going to call him K for now. Riri, go on, bless us with a piece. Okay. <laughs> I forgot my code name. I'm not used to being incognito. They can see my real name. So, shit. My name is Nakia. Um, Calvin thought this would be a cute. He thought it was a poem, but. Hey, hold on. Daddy Rich. Daddy Rich. <laughs> what your name is? Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, I should have gotten prepped. I, I wrote that this was a not a poem, although Daddy Rich feels like it was poetic. This was a, a text message that I used to break up with someone. <laughs> but it wasn't really like a real breakup. It was just kind of like, a, I just got to express myself. Um, and so this was just, a, it, was a, it was a long text string. Um, and this was like, two or three years ago so it's kind of a funny snapshot to how I was feeling about two or three years ago in a former relationship so you ready to hear yeah go ahead and go and we're gonna get Kay and Jerome to come on because that's Jerome I see you there you got a bunch of thoughts in your head I'm waiting to hear from you brother but go ahead Riri bless us with that piece Okay. Oh, wait, I got a little bit more. So I don't want to offend nobody. And I don't know if people's kids can hear me because I apologize in advance. You might want to earmuff them. We got no um, kids on here. Give, give us what you got. Okay. Oh, here we go. So the title of this text string is It's Not Love. And so, um, and I was really focusing on what I wanted. Like, this isn't really to speak to what men want. Cause I'm like, fuck it. This is what I want. <laughs> I guess that's what happens in your forties. You're like, what the hell do I want? So it's not love. Really? I hope you're fine. Actually, I know you're fine. It's just best. We don't talk. You have demonstrated time and time again, how selfish you are. When I want to depend on you and rely on you for anything, you disappoint me time and time again. Being involved with you is like being a Falcons fan. You know what to do. You have the skills and ability to do it. But somehow when it's time to make it happen, you find a way to fuck it up time and time again. So why do I keep playing football with you? You ain't about to change. I'm done with supporting and chasing to get what in return. I'm not sure. I'm better than that. Um, Daddy Rich, I'm just making up a name, and you know it. You <laughs> hey, hold on, easy. How get in this? <laughs> I'm, I'm not good with it. There's an actual name, so I'm better than that. Fill in the blank, and you know it. You can do better than that, and you know it. You have what you settle for, and I'm not in the business of settling. Uh, somewhere along the, somewhere along the way, you failed to realize that it's our job to take really good care of each other. You are a taker. I am a giver. It's win-win for you, and it sucks for me. So do what, do what you want with them basic bitches. Uh, you're broken when it comes to this, fill in the blank. But you don't seem to care and don't want to change. IDK, IDC, I'm over it. Let's break the vicious cycle. You let go, and I'll let go too. You're a sweet guy, a nice person, smart as fuck, but you're not good at this partnering stuff. It's a shame because the joy you seek is not found in isolation, but to each his own. I will reach out later for said property. No animosity. I have fond memories of you fill in the blank. Let's just stop playing this game. I'm just not seeing the return on the investment. All my expectations are reasonable. 
you gotta play to win be good what's my name Riri so that was just Riri <laughs> so that I don't know that inspired Daddy Rich and he asked me to come and read to y'all so hey Riri I love it. Thank you for sharing that with us. And I want to hear from Jerome. I want to hear from Brother K. What in the world is going on? I can imagine if you received that message, you know, in your day, what in the world is going on? What that brother got going on? What does a brother really need? Talk to us. Let us see this thing through a man's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, everybody? I appreciate being here. Got, got an invitation from KD. It's her fault. And so anything I say, you, know, you can take it up with her. I'm just I'm just here to really, like I said, just tell a story. I really don't have any idea about other people. I'm 50 years old. I've been married twice. So I'm on my third marriage now. And uh, I just know that it's really not as complicated as we make it. Um, people are underdeveloped, men included. But people are underdeveloped. We are underdeveloped, right? And so we enter these relationships unprepared, uninitiated, unequipped. And what else are we going to do but fuck up? It's not a mystery. And so we learn the on-the-job training, tearing up each other's lives, disappointing one another, creating trauma and pain until we mature enough to come to a relationship whole enough not to tear somebody else down because trying to get them to fill some gap in our soul. But really, the work, obviously, as the sages say, is to become our best self before we can get with somebody else trying to get them to be better to us. And once that's your focus, then you will attract the thing that matches your development, as opposed to you hoping and praying somebody come and lift you up out of your infantile, emotional, and you know, developmental state. Now. All I'm saying is, you know, it was the right time for me and my queen. Hey, Tanya, what's up, baby? It was just the right oh, time. Oh, we got Tanya on here. Let's put, the, let's put Tanya on there. What? I see her on there. She's been snapping the whole time. Yeah. Let's put yeah. her on there, looking like a beautiful queen. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's UK. That's me, bro. All day long. You see that little chromo in there? Forget about the cubby. Focus on the NK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. It's just it's just the right time. We've been friends for years. You know, we've both been in relationships. And then COVID came and we had a COVID romance, got married, kept it moving, and really been rolling ever since just because we grown. And we, we really have, I'm not saying we're perfect. I'm just saying we're ready. And you just have to have some ability to assess whether you and the other person are ready. You know, have mature enough, can be selfless enough to think about somebody else, know who you are. There's some real stuff around careers and income and comp you know money and children and you know baby daddies. All that stuff has to be assessed to see whether you're prepared and equipped to be in a relationship. And then you gotta see if you really want it. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all really don't want to be with nobody. You just want to have mm -hmm. the feeling of it. But the whole thing is really sharing and sacrificing. You know, and uh, therefore you know you have to be willing to give it to get it. You you tell them. That's all right, brother. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let, let us hear from your queen, man. Well, thank you for bringing your queen here so she can show and prove. Yeah, hey, stay out of that DM pop. She take it. But, but go ahead, T. Yeah, hey, tell us. <laughs> sure. Hello. Good that was real talk, though. That was real talk, though. I like that. 
Yes, thank you, Kwava. That was great. Yeah. Um, good, uh, good evening, everyone. Um, I'm Tanya and Cromwell Stevenson, as Kwava said, his uh, wife. And so, yes, I totally agree with, you know, what he said about, you know, first aligning yourself and, you know, getting, you know, took my, you know, I'll just jump into a quick little story myself, but, you know, it took me a, quite a bit of time to get into a place and space where I was able to receive, you know, what we have in our relationship in particular, but, you know, in all things in, in my life. And so, you know, it's really all about, you know, like having yourself in a position to receive these sorts of things, you know, um, but sometimes we put up, you know, blockage or, you know, obstacles to, to us receiving the things that we say that we want in our lives. It's like we say we want this thing over here, but we're doing this over here. And that does not really align with the whole, you know, receiving of someone like a love, you know, love relationship or you know, whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to attract. So I totally agree with what Kwabana said. And then, you know, um, you know, be mindful of and being in a place to receive. That's what I had to learn of it all. And then once you put your place in that, you know, you're able to receive these things. Yeah, so. well, 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 bless you, king and queen, because I'll tell you what I've heard is this theme. And this theme is readiness and prepared. It is a season of being ready and prepared for your king and queen. I'm going to tell a quick story, and I would love to hear from AK Free and KD. So this is my story. So back when I was on the scene, you know, doing my thing, you know, I, I met this young lady online, and I asked her, I was like, hey, tell me, I understand, you know, I gave you 10 seconds, you gave me 100 things you believe a brother should bring to the table. So I just got a question I told her, I'm curious, what do you bring to the table. And I ain't forgot about you, Jerome. I did, but I, I'm remembering you now because I want to hear from you, Jerome. But what I asked this young lady is I say, okay, I got a question. I know who I am. I know my virtues, my values. You know, I know what I bring to the table. I know what I'm good at, right? But I asked her, I said, what do you bring to the table? And sister, without hesitation, without pause, told me. She says, well, I got my master's degree. I said, oh. <laughs> I was actually kind of, you know, stuck. I was kind of paused. I didn't know how to respond to that because I didn't know how to take that master's degree to the bank and cash it. I didn't know what to do with it. I was proud of her master's degree. And who am I to tell her that her master's degree isn't a great currency, a great value? But something in me felt like, hmm, that thing that's valuable to you, I don't feel that it's going to bring value to a relationship. Let me hear from you, Jerome. KD, AK Free, talk to us. All right, good, good evening, everybody. Um, I'm Jerome. And I tell you I'm, why I came here. I came here as an interesting subject, but I mainly came here because Miss KD, which we go back a long ways back, she asked me to. Now, no hesitation. I'm like, she asked, I'm doing it. And then I started thinking, why is it so simple and that simple for me to just do something? that a good friend asked me. Mm -hmm. Now, when I'm in a relationship, and it's, I think something Cubby said, or somebody said, once you put like love in a relationship, it seemed to change things. The question I have for myself is, how come I can't have those same elements in my relationship as I have in my friendships? And if I said one big, one, if I look at a comedy denominator out of most of my friendship, is one word that I seem to seem to come up all the time that I know I have to have in a, in a relationship, and that's appreciation. I want to be appreciated for the man that I am, for the man that I'm striving to be, for the man that I want to be. So, 
And like I said, I'm, and I'm hoping I learned some, which I've, I've learned something already. But um, I'm just curious what you guys think about that. Well, 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 thank you, Jerome. Thank you for blessing us, Maria. I see you there thinking I definitely want to hear from you, so don't be shy. But um, KD, AK Free, let us know what you think about what's been said. How does appreciation show up in a relationship? Like if, if you're going to feel appreciated, what is that person doing that is making it clear to you that they do value you, that they appreciate you? What, you know, what is like, what is the tangible thing that's going she on? Or the emotion she tells you. She Uh-oh, tells Rand you. talking. Rand, go and tell that sweet potato pie story. Go ahead. I mean, well, you know, my, not to cut him off, he wants, I can wait, but my thing is like, I think everybody needs to know that top three love languages. I've been married a couple of times and I always thought that stuff, that marriage counseling was trash, but most of it is, but you can learn some things about yourself by, by participating actively, even though it might be the relationship still over. But one of the things I learned out of all the counselors, like really understanding what communicates love, like what, what can somebody do to me that makes me feel like, oh yeah, they love me. And that's kind of like what she's going with. Like for me, it's like acts of service. I only give you one because you know y'all might be scheming. But it's just you have to know what communicates love to you, so you can explain that to the person that's trying to communicate that to you. And a lot of times, people try to do what what seems like love for them, but that may not communicate love to somebody else. And that's where the conflicts begin when people start feeling unappreciated and unloved. That's all I was gonna say. Hey. Hey, Ren, that's real. And, you know, I, I go ahead and go ahead and admit, I don't know a man who looking for some flowers for Valentine's Day or uh, any other time. I just don't know him. I never met him. But I tell you, Ren, that's my boy, right? They call him South Carolina Ren, right? Ren called me one time. He would turn up Sunday morning, 9 a.m., right? Everybody else in church, Ren, turn up, right? Ren tells me, Calvin, I'm done with it. I'm like, Ren, why are you done with it? He says, Calvin, I don't ask for much. I bought her a cash car for $2,000. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm babysitting these kids. You know, I'm paying bills. He says, all I ask her for is to bake me a sweet potato pie. Cal, she ain't bake me no sweet potato pie. I can't deal with her no more. You see, now, now who am I to judge this brother? And my bobs, he laughing because he know how he get on them donuts, right? You know, you know what I mean? He donuts, bring a sweet potato pie. What yeah. I learned is it depends on the man. Yeah. I tell a lot of my friends and family, especially my favorite cousin, I said, you got to focus on the man that's in front of you. If you're dealing with my pops, it's, it's, it's some donuts. If you're dealing with Rand, after he pay your bills and buy you a cash car, you better bake that man a sweet potato pie. I'm telling you, because if not, he tell me his palms get sweaty. I don't know what that means. I'm not from South Carolina, <laughs> but that means something to that boy. Yeah. AK Free, talk to us. I'm just telling you what I think as a man. AK Free, talk to us. <laughs> So as I'm listening, what's ringing in my head is that there is no one answer to all of this. If you had asked me this question in in my 20s, the answer would have been one way. This question in my 30s, another way. In my 40s, etc. When I was single, the lens is different than now that I'm married. And so uh, one of the things about our tones when we are in, in these kind of conversations 
is that this is the answer or this is just it. And this, no, it's, it's ever evolving. It's always changing. It's always because you're always, oh, you should be um, always evolving and changing. There's life experiences. Even if you're in your marriage, if you talk to a couple who've been married 30, 40, 50 years, they would tell you things have changed. There've been different lenses. There has been compromise. There is no no one thing. Um, when you meet me, I, I like the, the, the idea of you should already be whole. I agree with, but what is the definition of already being whole? Because if I'm looking to partner up, right, it's not that I need you to make me individually whole, but it's because I believe in partnership and I believe we were designed for partnership. So I may not be looking for you to make me individually whole, but to make me whole in terms of this narrative of partnership and, and organization in terms of relationships. So I, I, I think we should be very careful that when we are pouring into each other, that there's this disclaimer that it depends on when you catch me in my development. It depends on where mm -hmm. you catch me, you know, yeah. in life. And even within a marriage, we're going to go through things individually and collectively. I'm going to circle back to the brother who talked about the love languages. There are five of them. Getting to know the love languages first and foremost for you. So you know how you show up. So you know how you perceive. So you know how you give. And, and the other person, I think it's a great thing to do with your kids, with your friends, whatever, because it really is about how you show up. Now, the thing about love languages is then you can't be selfish and just say, I'm just going to express um, to you my love for you in my language. I have to know your language and I have mm -hmm. to bake you that damn sweet potato pie because your <laughs> language is acts of service and so i can't amen amen hey stay out that d-man language and so let's be very clear that this is an ever-evolving thing there is no answer but i will say this if you want to really know what you're made of and what your partner is made of it's through the hard time so the b-side of the vowel say worse poor and sick if your relationship, whether you're married or whatever, even in friendships, if you can last and survive through those things, because all of those things are going to happen if you live long enough. And if the two of you are committed to the no matter what, and you can process through those things and do the work, because this is work and it's hard work, it ain't always cute, and it's not always pretty, and it's not always smelling good. This is a lot of work, but if you value me, because loving me and valuing me are two different things. If you value me, then you're going to put in the work. If I value you, I'm going to put in the work. But there is no one answer uh, to all of this. Well, I, I definitely appreciate what you're saying, AK Free, because, you know, um, um, Poet S, if you can um, get your next item you want to um, bless us with, I want to share this because it's really kind of, you know, similar to what my dad said, I'll say this from this man here. The way I've learned to simplify it for me, this man, and Poet S, if you can be ready with your next piece, is that I've learned to appreciate, and this is my simple way, and my dad kind of said it with his word, I'm going to say it with my words. Mm -hmm. I've learned to pay attention to the woman who, as my dad say, understands me and gets me, but she is willing to put up with my shit, whatever that means. Whatever that means, it is different for each man. Because trust me, I know people who will not put up with my shit. They ain't gonna put up with my snoring. They ain't gonna put up my attitude. They ain't gonna put up with my know-it-all. They ain't gonna put it with, you know. And I learned when my son was born, he was born with all of my attitude. So I'm like, oh, poor baby. He don't have a choice in this matter. 
So as they say, you got to be yourself. But what it means is when a woman can love you for you because she understands you and she is willing to put up with your shit, that's when you know you got something unique. But poet S, bless us with something. But let's just say you got to put up with hers too. Because yes, we all come in with our shit. Let's yes, be very clear about that. It's not yes, just his shit. It's my shit too. So mm-hmm. we have you have to know that you're going to have to put up and some shit's going to need to be worked on. So don't just mm. say that's just who I am. Like that can't be a disclaimer for all of our bad behavior, right? That doesn't justify all of our bad behavior. The disclaimer mm-hmm. of unflawed I am, but what am I doing to work on my flaws? What am I doing to get better? But at the end of the day, we all come into the table with our own shit. Preach. That's all right. Preach. Yes, I appreciate it. What you got for points? And, and, and Nikita J, um, Port J, hear from you um, after um, Port S. But go ahead, Port S. What you got for us? Listen, I got a handkerchief to throw at this screen because I mean, AK is free, preaching over here. AK free, preaching over here. I mean, she she nailed it. Um, we we we're all coming to the table with something. So um, you you just kind of have to be committed to to kind of hanging out until people because we're all growing in grace, you know. So we 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 I ain't who I was twenty years ago. In fact, I, I'm my ex husband is probably like, damn, like <laughs> this version would have been perfect. <laughs> you know, we grow, we grow. So um, I, this is actually uh, I'm 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 a little church girl from Texas. I'm not a Bible beater at all, but I, I am a little church girl from Texas. So um, this one has some some biblical reference. Um, and the this piece is called Lazarus and the Rich Woman. Um, eagerly. I lap at the droplets of affection before they have time to drip from your fingers and all too soon they're gone. And I wait, thirsty and unsatisfied, desperate, depending upon your mercy. Oh, please once more dip your fingers into the cup that you may cool my cracked and broken lips. It's a special kind of hell indeed, waiting to be loved. And I, I, I maybe should have said this in the front, but that that was a piece that was written about when you are trying to love the man in his language, when you are turning yourself inside out, folding up like a napkin, because, you know, maybe maybe he just extra fine and you want him to be the one or or whatever. Maybe there's really <laughs> something about him that you really uh hope that he sees in you so you do it all you know you do too much basically and all pretty face man is you know you you get uh crumbs and snatches of his time and his energy and all of that and sometimes the man could just be busy you know he might have too much going on but when you're standing on the other side of that thinking like damn like when you gonna love me like what because i can go if it's not coming, I can go. But for whatever reason, you're kind of you you hang on maybe a little while longer. And and the reference of that is um, uh, the Gospel of Luke uh, sixteen nineteen through thirty one. Y'all can y'all can look that up if when you Sunday y'all look it up on Sunday. But right. <laughs> but but basically, Lazarus was a rich man who went to hell and was hoping that a poor man that he stepped over all the time. He he actually prayed from hell. You know, yeah, I know I did you wrong, but. It's so hot down here. 
I'm mm. so thirsty. If you would just dip your finger in some water, I, I, I would love to try to feel that because it's just that bad here. And, and you know, sometimes it gets that bad where you're like, what, you know, I, I've done all I can to get you to love me. And sometimes it's not about love and all of that, but that's kind of what we hear and see in our own minds. But uh, that that was the inspiration for the piece. I want to hear the male response to this because I do, I hear what you're saying. Oh my goodness. Like folding your, I mean, like you're doing, you're doing the most, right? The whole, listen, almost almost with with whipped cream and sugar. It's like, do do men recognize that we think we're doing the most, right? And again, this goes back to, okay, are we speaking their love language? Are we doing, are we doing all the right things? But what I want to know is as a man, are you paying attention when a woman is doing the most to at least sort of help her course correct? The most is in the wrong direction. Something like why? Honestly, Sister KD, my experience is that women self-define what the most is. And, and very few actually ask the man what they would like right. to be done or support it. You know, a, a woman's idea of the most, uh, in my experience, has often been completely irrelevant to my priorities. And I appreciate the gestures, but they don't, like, satisfy my needs. We got to talk. And so, yeah, we got to communicate and establish what the, trans, you know, the sharing, the pouring is going to be, allow your mate to define for themselves, because I, I, I've seen women give themselves a whole bunch of shits and kind of stuff about what they've done, and the and I'm like, mm. I didn't ask. So it's like it's like it's like that was on your ba- that was on your balance sheet. That was on your balance sheet. That was right. And and, I, and, I, and I'm not even defining the relationship by what you do. You're, you know, you're even bringing that that definition into it because I'm really not looking for you to do anything. I'm looking for you to be something for yourself. Most of it, most you know, I really. Most of my journey has been to try to find women who could be a certain thing for themselves that I can then partner with. Because I, you know, it's been a while since I needed somebody to do something for me. Her name was Dolores. She's deceased. I love my mama. But the last, you know, that's when I really needed somebody to do something for. I really need somebody to be something with me. And let's talk about that. And let's, let's, let's mutually define it. Let's, you know, and then let's, we can hold each other accountable for that as a satisfying factor, as opposed to, I done did this, you know, Nobody asked you, really. You know, I don't mean to be you know, blunt about it, but that's often. No, no, no. That's real. That's that's real. That, that's uh, absolutely real. Like, I think you nailed it with, with a single sentence. Uh, I don't need you to do something for me. I need you to be something for me. And mm-hmm. and that, you know, takes. But that's also a very mature answer. I think this kind of stems back to women are trained from a very young age to prepare yourself to be a wife. We mm-hmm. are. And, and that's a, it's a whole nother show on whether that's right or wrong or what your upbringing is. But is this thing that it is poured into women from little girls, you know, dress this way and cross your legs and wear makeup and be attractive because you want to be chosen by a man to be your wife, right? That that's kind of like the training. And, you know, the different generations have pushed the envelope and dispelled myths and things like that. But uh, it is inherently in us to go, well, look, choose me, choose me. I'll be a good partner. I'll be a good wife for you. And um, in your 20s, and I'm, I was guilty of that. I'm total wife material. I've been wife material probably since I was like 16 or 17 years old, just mm-hmm. because that was always my condition. The dudes I was dating in my 20s wasn't waiting for no damn wife. 
they weren't ready for the way. So me saying, I'm doing all this and I'm doing, they like, okay, you, you doing the most, right? You are doing the most because you trying to be wife and I'm just trying to be 20 or 20 something. And I'm not ready for that. And so, you know, I had to swallow that. The other thing is, you know, what exactly are you just trying to be a wife? Or are you trying to be a wife to this particular man? Because too many of us have married the wrong man just because we were thinking about being a wife and not necessarily being a wife to the right man who was going to be the right husband for me. That's a totally different well, concept. But again, that's maturity and that's life experience. Wow. AK Free, you, you totally bless us. For certain people who, who I, I just, you just took me on a whole journey right there. And I'm just thankful that you blessed us with your vulnerability and your story. Because as they say, with people with the eyes to see and the ears to hear, they should have heard a whole lot right now. From the fellas, Nakota, brother, you are my mentor. You are the man that I admire. Anybody who I know who has sacrificed, who has had to really say, you know what? I'm a know-it-all, but I had to humble myself. Nakota is the man. Nakota. Let me hear from you. And I'm also watching my other brother on the screen because you've been on the Robert Brooks. I see you on there, uh, Robert Brooks. I see you thinking. I see your mind percolating. Robert Brooks, I want to hear from you, too. Nakota, share with us. Bless us with your thoughts. Right. You know, my wife is right here. So. I see her. I see her. <laughs> and she ain't slapped you neither time. So I know you're all right. <laughs> Social distance. <laughs> So we, you know, we've been in a game, we've been married for what, 18 years now, almost. almost 18 years now. And, you know, we've gone through the gauntlet. Uh, we've survived infidelity and uh, been able to um, really get to a deeper part of our marriage um, where we have now found the space to allow each other to grow. Um, and now I think we're in this kind of self-care, self-love transition, but it takes a long time for uh, individuals to get there, let alone collectively. Uh, it's a, a lot about self-reflection, um, really sorting out all of your bullshit that um, you, the lies that you've told yourself about who you are as an individual, much less uh, a spouse. So once you get through that, you sort through it and figure out um, all of the- see yourself. Yeah, being able to see yourself um, and all the shortcomings that you have as an individual, your upbringing, uh, your parents' shortcomings. And, you know, many of us don't recognize that um, our parents were broken vessels and they did the best that they could to pour into us um, and get us to where we are in our state. But we don't necessarily know that how we receive love from a broken vessel is the only way that we can give love. And it takes years to get to a place where you can unlearn some um, some of that that doesn't help you. And Sonia and I, we went through those transitional years um, to get to a point of being honest about who we were, who we weren't, and what we were able to give. And in that part of recognizing what we were able to give, then the other person has the uh, responsibility of saying, is that enough? Um, and at that point, we were able to really start to move forward um, together in the same direction where I think years before we were always struggling. I mean, it was, it was just earlier this week, we were talking about and sharing with each other, I'm not your enemy. 
I'm not, I'm not here to hurt you. <laughs> Why well, saw you look to the other looking, side? <laughs> right. And I'm looking at it like, no, it feels like you're my enemy. And she's looking at me like, you feel like you're my enemy. So, you know, getting to that point where we could talk to each other and um, find safe space to communicate to the other person how we are hurting each other or how we're not helping the other person or how we might be making the other person feel without feeling attacked, I think was a huge part of us um, um, finding stable ground in the relationship so that when we do have tension, it doesn't rip us apart so much as it just strains the relationship or strains us for that moment and we're able to rebound and get back together. So thank, I, I thank, thank you, brother. Thank you. Home, but... No, 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 Nicole. Th thank you for sharing that with you. And I just want to give you your flowers because I need you to know this. Why I respect and admire you and I consider you a mentor is because there's very few people that I admire and I respect and look up to. And it's for this main characteristic that you have. You have the ability to evolve. I don't care what you were born with, what you came from, how you started, brother. You go from being bad to a bad motherfucker. And you must understand, everybody ain't got that gift. You see what I'm trying to say? Some people stay at orange and they stay orange, but you go from being bad to a bad motherfucker. And, you know, I just give, you know, um, you know, snaps up to you and Sonya because, you know, I'm working on that logo. I'm going to get y'all next week. I got y'all. But, I mean, I admire y'all for that. It ain't superficial. It ain't shallow. It is for that simple thing. So I'm proud of you. Robert Brooks, talk to us, man. I know you've been sitting there. You've been watching us, man. Tell us what you think. Unmute yourself. Also, Will, you've been quiet. I want to hear from you too, Will. Uh oh, Lord. AK Freedom brought out a fan. Oh, hey, y'all know what that fan means. She says, getting hot in here. Robert, wait, Robert Brooks got, got, got a fan too. He ain't brought <laughs> yeah, a, fan a fan too. Yeah, but Junior, but see, AK, AK, uh, KD, and uh, the other lady, ESS, whatever that is, M. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, <laughs> All y'all got a good head on y'all. Y'all real smooth. Y'all good people. Thank you. That means nah, I just want to say that. Uh, my other guy that was on there earlier uh, with his marriage and everything, he, he cool people too. But everybody's on there, y'all, y'all, man, y'all, y'all not from the, y'all not from the country. That's all I got to say. Y'all ain't from the country. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. And you're right. Y'all yeah, not from the country. That's all I got who, who not from the country, Paul? Y'all oh, ain't from the country. We're going to have to talk off that. Y'all ain't from hey, the country. Hey, y'all don't know hey, about the country. Hey, 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 hey you know S. Hey, she, she, nah, up, she, she up there near the Dallas pop, so she, they, they like to claim the country. Now you ain't from the country. You think I'm on the country. But I just want y'all to know, y'all, 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 y'all some real uh, tight people, uh, real level-headed, and you ought to be very proud of yourself for being who you are. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. All right. Oh, I'm Robert Brooks. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't what is a good conversation every week, but ever since I've been on this day with my son, I've been learning something, and, I, and, and I, I'm sitting my zone, my way, and uh, I just have to say, you know, listening to y'all week after week, like this week, Last week was something different. The week before that was something different. 
I don't know if it makes me a better person, but I mean, I I have to admit, he brought up that thing about that picture on my wall or whatever that thing I had on my wall. But <laughs> yeah. you mean an angle management diploma? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I have forgotten about that. But nevertheless, but, Pops, you ain't forgot about that, Pops. You yeah, know what happens when you get when you get heated? I already know. You say you see that piece of paper on the wall. Yeah, that's what I don't tell. Don't make me forget why I got that piece of paper on the wall. I just look look at that piece of paper on the wall, and I didn't have no more problems, you know, but. That's all I'm saying, like the other guy said earlier, that's just me. That's my wage. That's my zone. But I have learned that I don't know because Asian cut up with me. Now, I'm trying to be soft. <laughs> that's how I'm trying mm -hmm. to be soft. It Pops, ain't don't, don't, Hey, don't let them trick you. These girls are too sharp, Pops. They, they see, sharp, too a, sharp. These girls are sharp. I have a poem, too, but say I don't. I, I can't remember it by heart. I have to mine it from the Bible as well. Uh oh, and, here uh, we go. Mine is the 23rd Palms. Uh, though uh -oh. that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I feel no evil. Now, that's my favorite. But I, I don't know it by heart. I did when I used to go to church every Sunday. <laughs> but I keep my Bible open to that page just in case I need to be reminded. Uh, I feel that's what I go through every day. And I use that verse to take me through my day, seven days a week. And That's all right, Pop. That's all right, I do. Pop. I use that verse every day. Nikita J, are you still online? Talk to us, Nikita J. Pops. Pop, I'm still trying to remember, Pops, when you went to uh, church every week. But, you know, y'all must understand. I give my Pops a hard yeah, time, Yeah, you go right? to church every week. I used to go to church. Because I had to told my buddy Ren, because, you know, Ren... You well, know, see, Ren, Ren, I, got, so... I got another story for Ren, but I'll deal with that later. I got another story. Hey, yeah, man. You got to tell Ren uh -oh, stop that pillow it talk. <laughs> Ren, that pillow talk ain't going good for you. Here they go. Here they go. Here they go. Ren still be doing that pillow talk. Yeah. I hear you too, Pop. Yeah. 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 I told Ren, I said, Ren, you can't believe every story your daddy tell you. See, Ren was like 40 years old. And I he was like still that. trying to I do everything like his daddy told him. Like, Ren, don't you I do that. I'm dead. I'll be back down. <laughs> Go ahead, AK Free. Robert's been unmuted for a moment. So, uh, okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and hear from Robert. And, and I want to hear from oh. AJ um, Jimerson, too, because I see him right there. Robert, talk to us. Well, I, I'm thankful to be on today. I appreciate uh, uh, KD inviting me to the podcast. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just sitting back. You know, listening to the uh, various people describe, you know, relationship, relationship goals. And um, it sounds like a very lot, uh, a lot of interesting material to process. And um, for me, I found out that uh, loving yourself is probably the, uh, the key to having a successful relationship. Because once you love yourself, you're, you allow yourself to be open to your mate. Um, Communication is also important too. And I think that's probably one of the most important things in a relationship is be able to communicate. And I think I think a lot of times we pick the wrong person because we can't communicate. We can't be true with the person that we're with. And I think a lot of times we suffer in relationships because we can't be who we truly are and who God has designed us to be. So therefore we're always living a lie in our relationship because we're not. Mm bringing our, our, our true self to the table most of the times in relationship. So if you can find somebody that you can truly communicate with through the good, through the bad, the hard times, um, you found a jewel and you might as well keep that. Don't let that go. 
Oh man, that's awesome, Robert. Thank, thank you for blessing us with that, man. Oh my goodness, that's real right there. Because you know how many of us have taken for granted or not seen that thing that we needed to see. I mean, that's real right there, brother. So thank you for blessing us with that. Barbara Daniels, I see you online. You've been quiet. I see uh, Will, you've been quiet. Will, let me hear from you. I want to hear from Barbara Daniels, too, because I think she uh, minored also in Brothers when she was in undergrad. So, Miss Daniels, I see you over there. Don't be looking at me sideways. I know you. Will, talk to us. You, you've been married for how many years, Will? That's one thing I love about the session. We got married, single, dating, divorced, separated people, and we're getting it from all angles. Will, you and your wife been married for how long? May 5th this year, 20 years. That's all right. Man, so, you so, bad. So bless us with something. That's all I tell you. you yeah, he's he a bad man already. He's a bad man. That's all I tell you. Hey, hey what Richard Man's... Price said, he said, well, well, them people who've been married for 20 years, they got something special, but yeah, I ain't got it. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Will. Tell us what you got. I mean, there's, there's quite a bit that's already been said. AK Free has already said that, you know, relationships, they're dynamic. They're not static. There's no one answer to yeah. relationships aren't perfect by any stretch. Yeah. My uh, Robert, you know, Robert said something uh, and it's been said before, but communication, I think two way communication, effective communication is, uh, is like one of the top tier for me. Um, I got married later in life. I, I was 30. 30 years, 33 years old when I got married. Um, so that gave me a chance to get all of the young professional travel, all that stuff out of my system. So when I was ready, I was ready. I wasn't perfect, but I was ready to settle down, ready to be vulnerable, ready to be who I was designed to be. So that, that's, that's my take on it. I mean, every there's been some really great points made throughout this session. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? What I want to do is give the poet some time to bless us because I really wasn't anticipating this much discussion. Sometimes you get shy people, people don't, who don't want to be called out. Good Lord. We all type A tonight. But poets, please, you know, uh, uh, forgive us for this. But Nikita J, can you bless us with, you know, one or two pieces and well, how about this? Nikita J, you bless us with a piece. Um, Poet S, you bless us with a piece. Let's do four pieces, you know, two from each of you. And we're going to listen and we're going to digest. We're going to listen to some music. We typically go to 10. But I appreciate y'all being here. This has been beautiful. I don't know how we're going to do a part two of this. AK Free, thank you for blessing us with your beauty, your intelligence, your, your, your humbleness, your, your, I mean, your vulnerability, KD. OMG, thank you for being you. I'm going to be here as long as y'all want to be here, but I want to make sure the poets get a chance to share their beauty because I love me some poets. They have a way of just wordsmithing this thing. But let's start with Nikita J. Let's let's go to Poet S. Share us with some of, you know, bless us with something. So we've been talking about love and how we want to receive love and give love. So this poem is entitled, I Love You. My heart is the largest and smallest part of me. This hollow muscular organ is approximately 11 ounces or the size of a clenched fist. Its main function is pumping blood throughout my entire body. So if I ever tell you that I love you, 
I mean it. You married the soft part of my spirit, the location where wars take place, but you won. Gained access to a heart that is abscessed, and I'm sorry. Sometimes these scar tissue may rub you the wrong way. I'm still healing. This half-beating mass is probably still reeling from the last conquest. I bet you feel like my response is brutal. My heart being attacked forces me to be frugal, gathering remnants of strength for survival. I'm fighting to stay above water. I can't swim. Heavy weights push me to the bottom of the coral reef, which is fitting. Since I'm searching for something more organic and less toxic, I want to pretend that when the pressure lifts, I'm flying, lies, I'm dying, yet still trying to jumpstart my heart from the inside, grasping for whatever can be used as my defibrillator. It takes so much to restart. Feeling like the best of me has been torn apart, sold for scrap, I'm left with the aftermath, broken and battered, arteries scattered, wondering will I ever be better at self-repair? Or should I just grow cold? This must be what heart transplantation feels like. Throw a pacemaker in that shell. Try reprogramming it mechanically, but man can't make broken hearts beat. Abnormal heart rhythms must be my destiny. Still, the future is worth being a part of. Everything meant to fuel me is trying to overpower me, consume me, bring calamity. Why does one destroy something they built? Why take the strength of hands and make weapons, forgetting that power is found after pressing hands together or making a fist? I love you. In peace. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So, so beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. Po Poetess, share us with something. I want to hear... And, and Nikita J, get your next piece ready. Poet S, you know, get your next piece ready. Uh, let's keep this going. You on me, Poet S. Say that to people all day long. You're on mute, you're on mute, and here I am on mm -hmm. um, <laughs> This This poem is called is called on behalf of all the girls. And uh, I wrote it just uh, just a few days ago, even before um, Calvin, I, I'm sure he didn't know I was coming with this one until. Hey, um, hey, hey, Daddy Rich, Daddy Rich. Daddy Rich, my bad. Daddy Rich, Daddy Rich. Um, <laughs> it's called on behalf of all the girls. And I wrote it, it after a uh, conversation, like a, a, a um, a Facebook kind of conversation that a, a dude posted. And he was saying that he had never been what he felt like authentically apologized to by a woman in his life. And so I said, you I, like, who, who are you saying? Like, he was like, I don't mean just, I'm sorry. I mean, like sincerely an apology and then followed up with a change of behavior. And I was like, wow. Um, you know, because women kind of expect that, but I, I don't know that we think a whole lot about, you know, <coughs> I know what, if, what men feel about apologies. So this is called On Behalf of All the Girls. Yeah, thank you. Um, on behalf of all the girls who've been careless with your hearts 
and frivolous with the work of your hands. For the ones who use our words as weaponry to sever your hood from your man. On behalf of all the players with of your emotions, as if you had none at all, the ones quick to strike you with an angry fist, cause if she's the abuser, who do you call? For them that would snipe you with a deadly tongue or twist that knife until you fall. Those who take and take and take and take until we've taken it all. When you protect us and you keep us covered, even in the face of our wrong, and yet we never utter the words, I'm deeply sorry, I've caused you harm. For all the girls and all the women who simply fail to admit that he too has feelings in a heart and neither should be toyed with. On behalf of all the women, those late to mature or lacking humility, so many of you have never heard the word, so please accept them from me. I ask you to forgive us all with all sincerity. And to any man to whom I've been this girl, I ask you to forgive me. That's, that's thank you. Uh, thank you for that, sis. I actually heard that, I saw a post just like that on Facebook. So it seems to be a real theme and it may have something to do with cultural stuff. I think, um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm referring to your idea about apologies being, you know, sort of scarce from sisters to brothers or women to men. And I, you know, I, I just, I've seen it, I've seen it be so common that I actually think it has something to do with socialization. I, I don't think that the women I know of are intentionally avoiding doing that. I just think, um, I, I, you know, I, I feel like women under a lot of pressure around, um, in this society around feeling confident in themselves, feeling secure and i think the vulnerability of an apology is is difficult after you spend a lot of time building up the confidence to assert your will in a relationship you know that's my empathy around it but it does hurt that the women that i've been involved you know while they have a hard time whether the naked raw completely you know uh, you know thorough apology you know yeah. whereas they really expect it you know, and, and you know, would, would would really consider you a heathen not to get it, but you know, or to for them to receive it. But but um, you know, it's, it just seems to be a real challenge, and it might it just seems to put them in such a position of of vulnerability around being having done something wrong. And I think again, you know, the whole bumbling fool husband man um, cultural narrative in American society, you know, the Homer Simpson type thing where the husband is always fucking up, you know, and the wife is always fixing stuff. I think it somehow reinforces the notion that the man is the only one that can be wrong and that the woman, you know, always has to be correct and right as it relates to a relationship. And that's just not the case. And we, we, need, we need some uh, balance on that for- Yeah, for exactly. that, that, that piece is powerful. I mean, I don't need no more apologies. I mean, as of today, right? I mean, that one just went so, yeah, I don't know about tomorrow, but as of today, you know what I mean? That police just blessed me with any apology pops. Have you ever put, received an apology from a woman pops? I don't know. Not, you old school. I don't know. Not, Did not, the woman not, apologize in the 70s? No, man. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I uh, you know, the bad part about it is I raised seven kids and <laughs> I, I never forget it that I disappeared one weekend. They put out an APB on me. They said, where he went? 
So the police, they put me over. I was somewhere. Uh, I was still in Texas. And they put me over. So Mr. Baldwin, I said, what? <laughs> they said, you missing? I said, I ain't missing. I said, I said, hell, I just had to get out the house. You know? You know, but was so sweet about the whole situation, though, man. I, I never forget this. It, it was, it, it's funny now, but back then it wasn't funny. What was what was so funny about it when the policeman stopped me and asked me to my man, you been missing? I said, man, hell, I ain't missing. And I said, I'm just riding down the road. I just had to get the hell out of my house. I asked myself, how many kids you yeah, got? Yeah, rid of them kids. Yeah, you know, and you know, have you ever been? See, I'm, I've been to Okinawa, Japan. I've been to Germany. I've been to all them damn foreign countries. Oh, I Lord. Out here, oh Lord. My real Pops, don't talk about Japan. You're gonna get my mama going. That's all right, but my real war started when I come back home. Yeah, so, you came back with a girlfriend, Pops. You can't come no, back I with a girlfriend. girlfriend. I, le- I left in Okinawa. <laughs> you know, but see, what happened was I came back here and and I, I realized I had learned how to speak a little Japanese and all that shit. And uh I got back here and I didn't realize in my house I had all these different personalities and shit. And it, it messed with my head. So I came home from work one day and I just shit got in my damn car. Matter of fact, that car I gave you for college. Remember that yellow car? Mm-hmm. I, gave? I remember. That's my car. And I took that car. And I just took off. I took off. But I, you know, I it, it got to the point where I came home from work every day. I was arguing. And I had learned in the military to take two to argue. I got tired of arguing. So I said, one of us, you one of y'all mm-hmm. got to give. So I got in my car and yep. I, I'm, I'm serious, man. I just drove the hell off. Mm-hmm. And uh, not that I didn't forget about my family, but I just had to get away. But when I came back, everything was all right. It's like everybody missed me. I was just saying to myself, why in the hell somebody missing me? We were arguing when I left. <laughs> you know? But, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I got close to my family after that. But to make a long story short, I... Uh, I think that part of me being who I am today. Uh, I've been married twice. Don't plan to get married no third time. To each his own, you know, but not me. Yeah, I, Bobby I, and Whitney I, don't need to get back together. That's just my no, opinion. No. I think I'm the type of person that I I like living alone, and I think that's just me. Mm. Now, I ain't saying, you know, I mm. mean, that's just me. I, I, you know, I, I, y'all got some mm-hmm. good points out there. It's just me. I'm sitting my ways, and I figured uh, that's all right. You know, that, that's just me. You know, I ain't saying it's right, and I ain't saying it's wrong. All I'm saying, I, I live like living alone. Don't get me wrong. Lonely. I mean, living alone, you get lonely sometimes. <laughs> but never. Oh, stay out yeah, that DM. I mean, you know. But I, that's why I got my whiskey. I drink my whiskey. It, it, it makes me go to bed every night. <laughs> talk to me. You know, all my little pain and everything. He's slick. Y'all watch Yeah. Him. Well, you know, see, y'all got young girl got paid attention. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. So, 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 so. I just want to say good night to everybody. It don't work for everybody. Y'all have a good that's night. All right. yeah. That's all right. Good night. Have a good yeah, night, brother. Me. So we. All right. We go. We're going to wrap up with two pieces, and I'm going to hey, play some music, hey, but and I'm going to hang out beautiful tonight. I'm serious, as long as y'all here. And I'm just saying, so, uh, you know, all of y'all got good points. And, uh, you know, the key to life, you know, through the conversation I heard through gospel or whatever, to believe it or not, it's all about being secure. 
A lot of people don't understand mm-hmm. that. You want to be with, be secure with one another. You know, and uh, my motto is, you know, you just got to be secure. I mean, yeah, you're going to have some down ups and downs. And uh, like somebody said, they want some uh, sweet potatoes pies and everything, you know. But sometimes you got to get out and cook your own sweet potato pies. About that. But it's all good. That's and, uh, all right. Because yeah, I cook well, everything. Well, um, Nikita J, a poet ass, if you can be patient with us, share us one more piece with you. I'm gonna play some uh, uh, a little music. Get that the last piece you have ready, and we're gonna wrap it up uh, with some discussion. We're gonna be here as long as y'all want to just listen to a little music. But I definitely want to hear one more piece from each poet. And I'm sure we had some guest poets join. I'm sorry if I didn't kind of recognize you because I didn't know. Uh, hit us up in the chat; they'll let me know. But um, uh, I think next, Nikita J. Next poet, shows one more piece. And then we're gonna wrap it up and have a good time. Up in the kitchen saying, How the hell did this shit happen? Oh, baby. Drunk in love, we be all night. Next thing I remember is our beautiful bodies grinding off in that club. Swerving on that, swerving, swerving on that big body, been serving all this, Swerf, surfing all in this good, good. <laughs> we woke up in the kitchen saying, How the hell did this shit happen? Oh, baby. All in the house, time to back off all of that mouth that you had all in the car. Talk about you the baddest bitch thus far. Talk about you be repping that third. Wanna see all the shit that I heard? No, I slink, clink, Eastwood. Hope you can handle this curve. Uh, four play in a foyer. Fucked up my wall hall. Slit your panties right to the side. Ain't got the time to take jaws off on sight. Catch a charge, I might. Beat the box up like Mike. In 97, I fight. I'm Ike. 
turn up, turn up, baby, no, I don't play. Now eat the cake, anime, say eat the cake, anime, I'm nice. We gotta reach these heights, you're gonna need G3. Four, five, six flights, sleep tight. We sex again in the morning, your breakfast is my breakfast, we going in. We be all night.
poets, talk to me, talk to me. I want to appreciate you guys for being here tonight. Um, it was a blessing to just have so much wisdom, perspective, words. I mean, I took a few years of Latin. I just want to geek out a little bit. And I love poetry because one thing I learned from Latin is that these words, you see what I'm trying to say, the ability to bring these words together and make magic with them, we all don't have that gift. So I just got this fond thing, you know, is this, this, this relationship with poets. So um, let's see who we're going to go to the next. Uh, I can't remember who went last. I've had too many shots. But the next oh. poet on deck, I think it's Nikita <laughs> J. <laughs> Thank you, Will. You know, I need, I need you to be my, my shot regulator. Nikita J, bless us with there? something. What you drinking over there anyway? Uh oh, uh, that Tennessee whiskey. Oh, oh, you about to hurt yourself. Okay. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. I know, I know. So when we've been in relationships, out of relationships, hurt, scorn, whatever, sometimes you just like, you know what? I I I need the Lord to tap me on the shoulder. I need, I need a signal. I need to know because I'm tired of experiments. So this is a little bit, you know. This is to love. Love. I don't mean to be rude, but you must announce yourself. I fear I won't recognize you. You can't tiptoe into my life. You must announce yourself like changing seasons. Have a distinct smell like summer rain. I miss it. The way it warmed my curiosity, my bed linens. It spoke all languages, me or more while providing French kisses, but now I find myself hiding from you, opting to not make eye contact with speculation, turning my head, not listening to the words said in simile and metaphor, not recognizing the smiles and twinkles in eyes. Too often those looks lied and my eyes saw placebos. I imagine being nothing more than a wife and a mother. Subconsciously muted my own abilities, Grasp for forevers that slip through my hands like wet glass. I desire to acquire not only G-strings, but apron strings. Fill my days with chasing children and preparing meals for him. But where is he? I'm here waiting for this role to be filled. I'm playing both roles now and I never auditioned for either. I look forward to happily ever after. I look back and see that my desires were calculated incorrectly. Less than a wife, but more than a part-time lover. Next time, I want to recognize it clearly. Love, announce yourself. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. OMG. How many of us have had that experience where we've been jaded, heartbroken, just with a bad attitude, so much so we can't even recognize love? I mean, we need the good Lord himself to help us. Oh, my goodness. Nikita J, thank you for blessing us with that. Go ahead and tell the people how they can follow you, how they can support you, and things like that. How can they get more of your awesomeness? So I am Nikita J Poet on Instagram, on Facebook. And if you go to my Instagram, I'm also known as the Entrepreneur Onion. I have a whole lot of side hustles. Because I'm like, hey, if it's something that I like, maybe I can sell it and enjoy it. So, hey, I have several side hustles, as they call them. I'm one half of a collaboration called Poetic Divas, 
We have a show bi-weekly Friday nights on Facebook Live and YouTube. So if you connect with me on Instagram, you can connect to all of my other layers. And oh, I just thank you all for listening. And y'all have a great night. Blessings. Oh, well, thank you, Nikita J. Please, if you have those links, put them in the chat so we can have them. I want to okay. share that with the, the people. Just post it in there. We want people to be able to find you. Put your Instagram, put your whatever in there. And we want to support you because we love you and we love your energy, girl. Sorry thank I didn't you. meet you when you was in North Carolina, but OMG, Will, thank we you. Will that. said, hey, I'm the manager. Y'all need to holler at me, Will. Well, I understand. I ain't gonna step on your toes. The key to JC yours. I understand that. But you know, thank you for you know being a sponsor tonight and bringing the key to J and just really helping us. This, you know, I'm looking forward to that email. But yeah, put it in the chat so we can know how to follow you guys. Next up, Poetess, Poetess, bless us with a final piece. Show us what you know, and also make sure you tell the people how they can be supportive. How can they find you so they can hear more of you? How can they follow you on this internet? Okay, uh, if you're looking for me on Al Gore's internet, um, my uh, Instagram handle, I believe, is Texas underscore peach underscore 75702, Texas to Georgia. And uh, I'm just SM on Facebook. And I, if you were here at the top of the show, then you know that um, I am doing spoken word for the first time in 20 years publicly. Um, I've done some private stuff, but no, nothing publicly for a while. So um, if you are interested, and I do share some poetry on um, my uh, social media, but if you are interested in hearing what I have to say, it's not all poetry, but sometimes I, I as I said earlier, I get deeper than a cup of water. So, uh, and, but mostly I have fun. Um, Texas Peach 75702. Um, and I, this piece, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to close with this piece because um, I feel like the, the, the show was what men want. Um, and I heard a, a gentleman say uh, that appreciation um, is a big thing. But um, I, I wrote this piece because I sometimes if you look at social media or whatever, men get a really bad rap. Like they are just, you know, they did this and he did that and they doggish and they, it, it's a whole lot of generalizing. Um, and I've come mostly across really great guys in my life. And so just because they weren't the one for me doesn't mean that they were not a great guy and will maybe be um, great for somebody else. So this was about, you know, my experience with meeting a great guy that we, it just wasn't going to work, but that didn't take anything away from his greatness. Well, there was this one guy, this one time, he changed the entire game. There was this one guy with his own vibe, and I've never been quite the same since this one guy passed by and called me by my name. His style, his voice, his kind of fly. His version of him contracts, contrasted against my version of I. Two self-centered views of the same world, a special kind of dude, a different kind of girl. We were what lyrics bring to music, eighth notes, bridges, bars. We were two classic Cadillacs on a highway full of electric cars. And if he ever passes my way and has a moment to lend, I simply hope he remembers me fondly and greets me as a friend. And that's it. All right, then. 
All right, then. That's every time I showed up, I'm like, why don't this woman see me? Why don't she see me? You know, another thing I think men really, really want from a guy, I think brothers just want to be seen. There's a movie, Avatar. They don't say, I love you. They say, I I see you. you, Right? And like you said, you know, brothers get a bad rap. These stereotypes, there's expectation. There's no good brothers. There's no whatever. But when the sister can say, I see you. It's like my pop says, she understands me. She gets me. Like I say, she's willing to put up with my it. But when somebody can see you, I think as humans, we all want to be seen. KD, bless us with something. Take us out. I just want to, once again, want to thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for, you know, supporting this. OMG. I mean, the turnout tonight was awesome. I don't even know what part two looked like, but we got to do this again. Maria, I see you sitting there, and I can read minds, girl, so I know you got something to think. So in addition to uh, KD, can we get Maria to at least express what's on her mind? Because she's sitting there thinking like, mm-hmm, you know, I don't know who these people is, but they need to make sure they show and prove. I believe, Maria, we didn't show and prove tonight. So uh, <laughs> I want to hear, you know, uh, 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 would you say something? But KD, Maria, talk to us. You know, it's funny because I almost sent Kay, um, sent Maria a private message because she has the most beautiful smile. Yes, yes, you do. And like, first one, I was about to say hello to you. But um, I just want to shout out all my people that came out to say hello. I don't want to call. I don't want to call names because I don't want to miss anybody. But you guys, mm-hmm. unbelievable. Um, I didn't know we were actually going to go this long. I enjoyed hearing from the men. I really enjoyed hearing from the girls. Um, you guys were um, so thank you. Come back out next time, definitely next Thursday. All right. Thank you, Katie. Maria, talk to us. I see you there, percolating. Will, talk to us. Give a shout out to your people. Well, um, this was my first time attending. Um, I will say that it was definitely refreshing to hear the variety of um, comments that were made both by the men and women. I was very encouraged by the married men that, um, for whatever reason, had failed marriages, but they knew that God had something greater for them, and so they didn't give up on themselves, and so they were able to find their good thing at some point in their life. Um, One of the things that I um, didn't get a chance to hear a lot of from the men were more practical things um, that they want. Um, When you think of practical things, that that leads more into need as opposed to want. So it would be interesting if you have a part two that can really emphasize the practical things, you know. Some men grew up in a traditional home where the mother was the homemaker. She stayed home. She cooked. She took care of the kids. Some men grew up in homes where the mom and dad cooked. It was just a combination of different things. Some men, you know, they love simple things. And so just more hearing more, a little bit more of the practical. Um, it would be real interesting to hear um, the journeys with, you know, those men that did get remarried because one of the things that I heard over the course of, of the discussion was baggage. And I'm hoping that maybe in the second part or even in future meetings that we can delve more into baggage because I think there's a cliche surrounding that entire term. <laughs> but if you don't really understand what the depth of what baggage is, you will always look at it from a negative perspective. Um, I appreciate you, KD, for um, 
sharing with me about my smile. Um, I, 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 it's, I, I'm literally smiling by faith. My fiance passed away a couple of months ago. And, um, you know, to share time and space with a man that had such a profound level of self-awareness, um, I, I learned so much from him. There was a comment that was made tonight in the chat about, um, so I, I forget who mentioned it, but someone mentioned about the importance of when you're speaking to only to speak to um, not respond all the time, but to listen. And a lot of times when we would have our conversations, he would say, babe, you know, I, I don't want you to respond. I just want you to listen. And, you know, that <laughs> that in and of itself taught me a lot that even as a woman, um, we have this um, need sometimes to always feel like that we should respond when in fact, it's it's it could be the fact that our significant other just really want to just convey something that we really need to hear. So I learned so much from him. I love him dearly. He's on my Facebook page, um, but he tragically died um, in, in January of this year. It actually, it, it, I, it took my breath away and, and I'm still going through my healing from it, but this was a breath of fresh air for me. I, I'm looking forward to attending the next one. And again, um, thank you all so much for your transparency. Um, thank you, um, Daddy Rich, for um, inviting inviting me and just sharing it on your page because I think I saw it on your page. And I said, okay, this would be good to really hear. But I, I'm, I'm interested in hearing a lot more about what our men have to say. And, and I'll put a disclaimer out there. When I say the men, I mean the single men, the unmarried men, because uh -oh. married, you know, you're off the market. But uh -oh. have a lot of sound wisdom and guidance and advice that you can share with those of us that are unmarried. Um, but it would be interesting to hear what our unmarried men um, want to want to share as it relates to practical things that they want from from a woman. And and I, I look forward to hearing. I, I look forward to hearing. OMG, Maria, pop, stay at that DM, pops. I know you're single, pop. Stay at that DM, Uncle Buddy. Don't play. I can tell you, you don't want none of Uncle Buddy. But uh, thank you, Maria. Back. Yeah, I want to go ahead. Back off of what she said. And it is good for us to hear from more single men perspectives of, of varied age groups, honestly, because that whole perspective changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it changes. And, you know, the thing is that um, she said, I think, first of all, we need to have Maria as, you know, kind of a co-host. You know, she needs to sponsor this because I think she got a unique perspective on this thing. You know, I'm like the pastor. If you talk too loud, I'm going to turn you into a volunteer, Maria. But, you know, one of the things that I love, 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 love about tonight is that, you know, it was high level. But at the same time, what I tell my family members as a man because I have coworkers, they come to me like, hey, this guy, you know, he invited me to his cookout and his family reunion. What does that mean? I'm like, that don't mean nothing. I mean, he invited you to his cookout. She's like, but then, you know, he said he want to be a mentor and help out and mentor my son. What does that mean? I'm like, I mean, he want a mentor. I think one of the challenges I see as a guy, as I talk to my family members and people close to me, is that sometimes we can get captured on those things in our head, those perceptions, those images, those Disney, you know, ideas. But the ability to focus on the man that's in front of us. The man that's in front of you will tell you everything you need to know, even if it's stuff you don't want to hear. He gonna tell you. Now, if you want to hear it, if you're willing to listen, that's up to you. 
But I, I, I appreciate you, Maria, but we definitely going to be reaching out to you. So make sure um, you give me a, a shout out on, online so I can make sure I find you. But I appreciate you being here and I want to call you out because I've seen that look. I taught Bible study many years. I've seen that look in your eye. They'd be like, hmm, what the pastor going to preach about? So I already know what it is. But who else we got on there? Miss Smith. Miss Smith, I see you over there, too. Talk to us. Who invited you? Who got you here? You know, and share with us your thoughts, your observations. Um. Katie invited me. I missed a lot because I had a prior engagement. So um, I don't have much thoughts other than um, this is a real chill, fun environment. My previous event was on a very serious topic. So it was good. <laughs> um, you know, in my evening, just in a fun, relaxing environment so thank you oh well i appreciate that because one of the things we aspire for here is like cheers there's a place you can go where everybody know your name and we take off all those layers all those onions and we just hey we're gonna remember you next time you show up and we expect y'all next week next week oh lord i've been so busy i forgot about next week next week is a bourbon tasting you know a best friend you know he's doing virtual bourbon tasting uh, I'm going to have to send an email, so make sure um, um, you submit. Um, if you go to southernsoulpodcast.com, put your email in there, you get the invite. We're going to have a virtual bourbon tasting next week. And, you know, that's one of those things like golf. You can use it, you can be bougie, or you can just use it with your uncle. It's just however you want to do it. But the point is, we're going to be doing it again next week, so i see you all soon. Erica, I already know who you is. I see you've been sitting there the whole time being supportive, giving support to your girl. Erica, give us a shout-out. Let us know what you think. I uh, appreciate you supporting your girl. And like I said, I'm going to chill here, just play some music until everybody logs off. But I just want to say thank you all for being here. Come back, support us. We're doing something different. You know, my vision is that this turns into a virtual radio station. Any night of the week, you can log in and listen and connect with people. And like Cheers, there's a place you can go. Everybody knows your name. Will, make sure you say something. But Erica, let us know. Are you proud of your girl? She doing her thing, right? Yes, fantastic. Happy to hear her reading after all these decades. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I've been working on her. I'm like, girl, you got to get back to that thing. I've heard. I also want to congratulate the other poets. All of you were fantastic. It's been a great night. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Erica. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up and, and bless us again with your presence. Um, Will, talk to me. I just want to say thanks to the poets. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed all of the commentary, all of the insight and wisdom that was shared. And I really uh, wanted to speak to the, the feeling of community. Like we came and we, we removed layers and revealed things about ourselves and share that information freely. Um, that's appreciated, you know, a small thing, but it, 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 it's a gem. Hey, it's a blessing. You know, someone told me recently, Will, they said, you know, I, I've been so sophisticated and surrounded myself with all these highfalutin people. It's been so long that I've been able to go to a place with familiar people who are simply down to earth. Now, I know her because she high fluid and she's sophisticated, but you know how it works, right? Sometimes we get so, um, uh, as my daddy would say, high fluid, you know, we ain't no earthly good. 
But that's what I want for you guys. So we'll keep working on that business plan. You know, I want to see it. I want to help you make that thing real. Will is working on something with a political component and, you know, be, be looking for something to come out, you know, pretty soon because we got a lot of stuff in front of us. So Will, I want to support you through that because like I said, I don't believe in those scarcity, scarcity mentality, also known as crabs in a barrel. It is so much out there. We can all eat. We can all be full. This table is huge. So, brother, I got you. I'm serious. Let me know when you're ready. And I got you. You know what I mean? So technology, business consulting, whatever you need, I got you. But I want to see you go live with your political thing. Appreciate it. All right, then. Well, y'all, thank you very much. I'm going to um, just log off with some uh, music. Feel free to hang out. You know, I'll go for another 30 minutes, whatever, as long as y'all don't listen to some music. But other than that, I'll see y'all next week. I'm going to have to send an email about the Berman test, and I meant to highlight it tonight, but I was so distracted. But other than that, you know, I appreciate y'all. Um, BG, OMG, I've been trying to get BG to turn on his microphone, turn on his camera tonight. Because I know BG from KG, was it KC, Kansas City? I know he got wisdom, but good Lord, I could not get him to stay his, his camera on. So BG, I ain't forgotten about you. I've been hoping that you would uh, – uh, come online, but that's right. I'm about to get you next time. You there? None of my guys showed up. I had like four guys, four single guys supposed to show up. But go ahead. Hey, man, you know, hey, hey, that's the home team, man. The home team is always, you know, tough, man. But I get it. But uh, BG, Yo, rest Cal, of y'all. I'm with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is that you, BG? I'm with you, Calvin. Let me, let me, let me keep the camera on real quick here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Every time I yeah, try yeah, to get yeah, BG I, online, he turn off his camera. I've been watching you. There you go. There no, you go. No. BG from KC. Calvin, I'm uh, um, I'm, I'm so, so proud, proud of you, brother. Brother, I uh, I, uh, I, told, I you told you in the in chat. The chat you, you doing you, you doing your thing here, and you have a you have a, have a gift. And this what you put in the night is amazing. And me and T. Lavelle used to do this once every Friday night when we was, you know, back in the day. And it was real relevant back then. It's still relevant back now, right now. Black love is still real. So I appreciate what you're doing. I'll be on, you know, the next time you do it for sure. Thank you for joining us at Southern Soul Livestream Talk Show. Join us weekly at soullivestream.com. If you're joining us live, we'll take a quick music break and then come back for a discussion with the audience.